Hey, it's Lex and Stacy, and welcome to episode 110 of the Threesome Podcast. Hi. We uh, were just talking a little bit off the air about some people we like and stuff like that, and we uh, came upon uh, House. We're both big House fans. Yes. Um, love the lack of bedside manner and the genius and just saying inappropriate things all the time. Really reminds me of somebody. And uh, Carrie. <laughs> no, me. <laughs> oh, sure, you yeah. too. And uh, you are um, more personable. He he would be more your id side. If you were just strictly animal-driven, instinct-driven, you would be house. He's completely capable of saying things I say to people all the time. Yes. Yeah, I mean, but but I I would be in good with the administration, and I would you know I I I would only say things he says to people, you know. To, you know, like he says to the things to the patients when nobody else is around. <laughs> right. You know, I, I would be that guy, but he says it in front of like the hospital administrator and stuff like that. I'm s- smarter than that. Yes. You know, so, you know, he just doesn't care. No. You not know, at his, all. His, his, his part is to be <clears throat> just the genius. <clears throat> and they, they know that he knows that they need him. And they know that he's going to come with residuals, but he will make the hospital look amazing. So that's that's the dynamic. That show always made me wonder, is there really, like, I mean, are there, I guess, medical investigators? Like, do the big hospitals have these teams of people who figure weird stuff out? I guess I didn't realize that was a thing until I saw that show. I could see a brilliant specialist uh, having the best of the best that have come out of school being under them and them figuring out complicated cases. I, 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 I get that. But wouldn't you think that that would probably be stuff that is sent from all around the country, possibly the world? Probably now, yeah. But, you know, when House was made, no. You think that like that hospital, that particular hospital, was capable of having that many weird cases? No, I think they were. I think I think you were meant to think that's where people like that got sent was to to them for that very gotcha. reason. Okay, gotcha. Because you know, remember, there's always there's always a side case on the show that's kind of equally as interesting, but it's usually being handled by Wilson or Cuddy or. You know, a couple of the other people under house, but the but the main focus case you know you see happen at the beginning of the show, right? You know that and it it does come off as a specialist type wing of a hospital. Yeah, I liked Wilson too. Yeah, oh, I mean, I mean, every character on that show is amazing. You know, it, it, Cuddy was just kind of hot. We've talked about this before. Oh, Cuddy still is hot. <laughs> yeah, at is least. she on something else now? No, I don't think so. No. She, she was like an MTV no, wait, chick. No, wait, 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 wait. She was on a thing called. Uh, she was on a thing called Divorce on uh, on Netflix. Okay, I'll have to look that up. Yeah, and her, but she was an MTV chick. Yeah, Lisa Edelstein. Yeah. Yeah. 
And she's extremely attractive in a very book smart, you know, sophisticated hot, hot Jewish kind of way. mom kind of way. <laughs> I was going to say, she's got the Jew thing going. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I love Jewish girls so much. They're, they're, Deborah Winger in her day. They are so passionate and emotional and smart and cute. Love them. Have you seen the Deborah Winger show? It's not just her. It's it's What's-His-Face. Demi Moore's ex-husband. Bruce Willis? Ashton. Oh, Ashton. Ashton Kutcher. And then Hyde from that 70s show. And then, um, oh, with the mustache. God, I can't remember anyone. I, I think I did have a stroke or something. Who Sam Elliott. Yeah. The four of them have that show on Netflix. I haven't seen it. What's it called? The Cowboy Show, whatever it is. Ranch, I think. I can remember that. Sam, it's not funny. Sam Elliott's so badass. He is amazing, and it's awesome to watch the show, because it's done in a comedy, a sitcom type thing, so there's a canned laugh track, which really is weird, but they say fuck a lot. So it's like if you were watching that 70s show, and they were just letting F-bombs fly. Except Mom and Dad are Sam Elliott and Deborah Winger. Yeah. It's not good. But I watched the first season, because it's Sam Elliott. And he's still kind of hot. Yeah, it's uh, I want I wanted to uh, if I could be like pick the old man I could look like, it'd be Sam Elliott. What about Paul Newman? No, I think I'd still take Sam Elliott. Really? Yeah. With or without With the mustache? It. Uh, <clears throat> mustache and beard and the long gray hair. Hmm. Like the the roadhouse look. Gotcha. Badass. He's got that voice. I got I got a friend of mine out in L.A. He, he's a real estate dude, and he he he's like a shorter version of his. And uh, but but he's cool as hell, and he's got this long gray mane of hair, and it's I'm so jealous. I really am. He's he's just gonna look cool as shit till he dies. Are you gray? Like, if you let your hair grow out, would you have gray hair? Um, I'm a little bit salty. My beard is my beard's much grayer than my hair is. Like, if I is let it? if I let my hair grow out, it's my it's my hair still pretty dark, but the beard's getting gray quicker. Gotcha. It was one of those things. So it's I, like I have, don't think I've ever. I I don't think you had hair back when I was on the show with you guys. I don't, I don't think remember. so. I think you've always shaved it since I've known you. Yeah. And, There's uh, the great passport photo of you, though. Oh, yeah. Still have it. <laughs> You're all, like, psycho hot. How is that? How did that happen? <laughs> What's that? You're, like, psycho hot oh, in that picture. I'll, I'll tell you how it happened. First, we start on Tuesday night with a half an ounce of cocaine. And... I stay up all night with a couple friends of mine, and then I go to work all day Wednesday. And in the middle of that day, I am told by my boss, you're going to Australia to see a band. And I went, oh, man, that's awesome. When? And he said, Monday. (laughs) He goes, so 
He goes, we've arranged it so you can get an immediate passport. You're going to have to go to the federal building tomorrow. So I said, okay. (laughs) So I'm figuring it's like, all right, I got to knock this shit off and go home and get some sleep. Well, I get home and there's still a bunch of cocaine left. Wow. And we stay up all night again. And I (laughs) I go to work for three hours. And then he says, all right, you got to go over to the federal building to this office and, you know, get your picture taken and get your passport. You know, it's all arranged, all that stuff. I'm like, okay. So I go over and, of course, on the way over there, the the paranoia creeps in because I'm going to Uh the federal building. The federal. Right. Yeah. Every, everything that's federal, you know, law enforcement, IRS, you know, you know, just the you know, IRS is coming after me for my coke. You know, homeland security. <laughs> just, just, you know, I mean, you know, my imagination was just going. You're making up new agencies. Uh, yeah, just absolutely, uh, <laughs> just, just out of my mind. And, and the closer I got to it, it got worse. And so I go upstairs, and I got a I got a suit coat on over a t-shirt, and I got a pair of those like uh, parachute pants on because they were real big at the time. Oh, Lex! And and. It's like I'm completely wiping my nose all the time. You know, my my eyes had to be just shifty as hell. And you're all glistening and and, and, and it's like I hadn't, had a, I hadn't had a shower in uh, you know a day or two, and I mean it was I was just like a disaster. And I, I get in line, and this guy with this crew cut um, says, uh, "What do you want?" And I said, I'm here to have my picture taken for my passport. <laughs> I was told to come here. And uh, and he looks at the piece of paper I give him, and he goes, yeah, you're not supposed to be here. Come with me. I'm like, oh. Now, I have somebody else from the office with me because they're coming on the trip, too. And, you know, they're fine. But they, for some reason, got to stay there. Oh, so they split you up. So they split us up. And little did I know, as soon as I got out of the room, another person came up and took that person off to a similar place I went to get processed quickly. Gotcha. Turned but you out, don't know this. Turned out they paid like $500 to get us processed that quick. Wow. So so we got just taken up to this room, picture taken, they ran everything, and I walked out of there with a passport. Wow. I didn't even know that that was possible. So they, Probably but, not today. Yeah, well, the, the guy I worked for knew people. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> gotcha. You know, and within three days, I had a passport. Nice. From the time you're going to Australia, and I'm like, oh, sorry, I can't. I got to pass. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> Here's where you go. 
And it's like, I was so paranoid. And it's like, man, there's cops all over the place and guys that look like cops all over the place. And, you know, women in business suits that look like, you know, state attorneys and attorney generals. And, you know, I'm just, in my mind, they're all looking at me like, look at that criminal. (laughs) We know exactly what you've been doing. Yeah. I mean, that's what I felt like. I just, I just, I felt like all of them knew that I was just hyped up on something and, you know, was just a complete security risk. And (laughs) you were going to introduce Australia to cocaine. (laughs) There there was plenty of cocaine in Australia. (laughs) I'm shocked. Yeah. And it, Shocked, I tell and it was, you. And it was a cool trip. And uh, who did you end up seeing? Anyone of note? The Screaming Jets was oh. the band's name. So not the Screaming Trees. Not Screaming Trees. Screaming Jets. Did they ever do anything? In Australia, they did. Nowhere else. They they were very ACDC sounding. <laughs> you know it. You know, Bon Scott, ACDC sounding, not... Right. You know, by that time, Brian Johnson, ACDC, was eight or nine years old. And, uh, yeah, just uh, just a crazy day, man. Freaked me out, but the, the picture, when I saw the picture, I laughed my ass off. <laughs> and I, and I, I've had that picture... It's in my phone. I'll keep it the rest of my life because the story's so good. Do you know how to embed um, photos, pictures into the um, audio file for the MP3 for the podcast? Uh, no. Ah, so say you should do that. So everyone, everyone brings it up on their player. <laughs> oh, I, we've posted it on Facebook. Like, yes, I've well, seen it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been. You look like a terrorist. Yo, yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, one time we posted it on a Throwback Thursday, and something like huge happened overseas, and people were like tweeting, going, "Dude, that guy looks just like you with hair. It's fucking crazy." It's like, <laughs> no, that's me. That's not the guy. Oh, is it that that Iraqi guy that had like all the chest hair and his? No, he's the one. The... He's the one that looked like John Belushi. Yeah, he did kind of. <laughs> do, you, right. do, you, do you remember our billboard? No, which yeah. one? Well, when they when they caught, remember the picture of catching him, and they they had him like his arms out, and we made a billboard um, of Terry <laughs> under one arm and me under the other, and the slug line on the billboard was, "When we say everybody listens to Lex and Terry, we mean everybody." <laughs> And that lasted like three days. Clear, <laughs> Clear Channel got so many complaints. But it was the greatest fucking billboard ever. I mean, I mean, we we uh, we just fucking loved it. You need to do you ever, every so often bust out your commercial. Oh yeah, with the kid. Oh yeah, the, like do current listeners remember this or know about this? No, uh, the the, uh, the one uh, the one where we bury the kid. 
He that says just do one more show for us, for me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do a good one. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> well, he's like hooked up to all this shit and everything, and we're in the hospital room, and we're like picking up his gas mask and smelling it, and you know, just like. <laughs> Does this smell like chloroform? Act, acting like we don't give a fuck whatsoever, and he goes, Lex and Terry. Will you uh, do just one more funny show? It'll keep me going. And I said, I said, and Terry goes, sure, Johnny. And I went, it's Jimmy. And he goes, yeah, sure. And then it cuts to us standing over his grave. And, and it's, I thought it was a funny show. And uh, this shouldn't be happening. You know, and he goes, yeah. And Terry goes, yeah. He goes, did you see his mom? <laughs> that also lasted three days. Yeah, I was yeah. there for that one. Yeah, that that's an old commercial. Extremely uncomfortable. Yeah, that's that's going back to '98. We did that. Yes, but we've had some amazing ideas. Like when <laughs> Princess Die died, we just wanted a picture of the car with a Lex and Terry sticker on it. <laughs> <laughs> And that's what, that would have been so funny. Uh, and, that's all, and that's all the billboard was. This is a... That's so. And it's so fucking wrong. Yes. You could do that yeah. for all these great disasters. Yeah, we 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 had all kinds of stuff like that, and, and it's like you know, our corporate. Uh, by this time, the show's getting pretty big, and the corporate heads are like. We can't do that. <laughs> we're like, no, you must. That's like, don't you understand? This is why they love us. It's like we'll be crucified by city authorities and stuff. No, you know, which they were absolutely right about. Right, but we didn't care. We we were just wanted our shit up there. But yeah, I. I I, I I don't even want to tell you the sick shit we've come up with at times. <laughs> the other day, the story about the 14-year-old kid that shot his dad and then went up to the school. Right. And started shooting at the school. I said, <laughs> I, I said to Terry off the air, I said, you know. I'm surprised one of those somebody didn't come up to him and say, "Which teacher are you here to sleep with?" <laughs> You're so bad. <laughs> Cuz that's going on on a daily basis now. You you like a teacher fucking a student story. <laughs> and they're all hot. Yeah. I got friends of mine, the most normal fucking people in the world, been together since high school, been married 40-something years, you know, just absolutely, you know, had great kids with great educations, and one of their son's wives fucked a student. So wow. now they're now they're in all kinds of court shit to get the kid, you know? Do you remember that episode of Drew Carey, where his band teacher died, and then it turns out that he had been have he he had sex with his band teacher, 
and she was older, and he hadn't seen her for a long time, and he was kind of sad, you know, it was one of those, yeah. like, wow, you know, I can't believe she's gone, she was my first. And he said, you know, he had this little pin, it was a note, like a musical note, and he said, she gave this to me and called me her little love note. And so he went to the funeral home, <laughs> and it's all these guys his age, and they all are wearing the same pin. <laughs> <laughs> And it turns out she was nailing like every male yeah. member of the band. I had, a, I, I had a couple teachers I know had stuff going on with people. You know, I had a teacher try with me. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, the uh, our mass media teacher was she was like 23. She had just graduated from college and you know took a teaching job at my high school you know we're we're literally four years younger than she is five years younger you know and it's like the 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 pheromones in that room were ridiculous <laughs> right i mean she was hot you know and, right. and you know it's and 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 on top of that was was cool you know like we made a t- we had to make a TV commercial and ours was uh, for a tampon called Grotex. I said we're not number one, but we're up in there. <laughs> I'm Lex Lex the big Grotex. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we also made like a movie. Uh, we, you know, where we went back in time and we shot it at the old Crystal in Jacksonville from like the forties. And shot it in black and white, and then we came out on the other side of this tunnel, and everything was in color. Some some pretty creative shit for the late seventies. I know they didn't even have color back then yet. Yeah, they had color. It was all orange and avocado. Those were the only two colors they yeah, were was, allowed in the seventies. It was SD. <laughs> but my acting performance was amazing. I can the look, the look on my face when I realized everything you the, do. The look on my face when I realized I was in 1976 was amazing <sighs> because I had just left the Happy Days country, <sighs> and people are looking at me all weird and everything. <sighs> you so you were able with that one look to pretty much convey all of that. Yeah, it was amazing. I bet it was. Yeah. Yeah. The director seemed pretty happy with it. But then again, he's an 18-year-old douchebag just like I was. So what does he know? Exactly. And he probably didn't want to have sex with you. I don't think so. Maybe. Not everybody wants to. It was the 70s. Not everybody wants up in this. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Really. (laughs) I think they do. I think more people than what you think do no i don't think so anymore i think everyone wants a piece of lex nope nobody wants any of it too old now yeah true i mean it's just you're grizzled it's just not like that it's very sad maybe they want you for your mind your big beautiful mind lex there is that there is there are there are a few attractive women out there that you know talk to me like they they want to hang out with me like I'm their dinner of five one of their dinner of five people 
you know. You want to pick your brain and ask you about just, science. Yeah, well, downstairs, you know they're wanting it. <laughs> in the basement? Not quite in the basement. Like, two feet below the table. The crawl space. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you think they want it, Lex? Tell me. Just like that, that's all. It's good enough for them. That's why chicks are cool like that. We are. Well, pretty much. You can have your little, you can make your little girly thing do whatever it wants while you're sitting at the table with a smile on your face. Like, no, none of us know what's going on. That's so fucking awesome. Our little girly thing? Where us, we, you know, we have to, you'll see, like, us quiver or move or something, (laughs) because. But a girl, a girl can just sit there and just. Have her face full up, flush up a little bit, and smile, knowing that she just gave herself one down below without even touching herself. When was the last time you quivered? Well, about 16 hours ago. <laughs> but before that, it'd been a while. So what made this 16 hours ago so quiverful? I don't know. Sometimes it's just there for the taking. And did you take, Lex? I took. Did you take it hard? She gave, I took. Good. Yeah. You didn't have to give it all yourself? She's good like that, man. Good. She, like, knows when it's time. Like. Kind of like Kenny Rogers and the Gambler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she needs to know when to spread them and when to bed them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the gambler, Stacy. It's a great analogy if you're <laughs> 70. Everybody knows the gambler. No, everybody so doesn't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. They do. They so do. Why? Because of the Geico commercial? I don't know. I just know, you know, he was on the Muppets. Everybody knows the gambler. Wasn't there a movie or TV show, miniseries or something, The Gambler? I don't think so. Like in the 80s or something? I don't, I don't think so, no. <laughs> there was. There, He would have so turned it into some sort of TV or movie event. I don't think so. You know, if my internet handled more than one thing at a time, I would so look it up right now, but I can't. Your internet sucks. It does. It really, really does. And it's does. always going to until you it like, is. move somewhere where there's people. You know, that's the thing. It's not like I'm an hour and a half outside of Detroit. I am 45 minutes from Flint and Saginaw. It's not like I live in the middle of nowhere. There are people everywhere. CenturyLink just sucks balls. Big, hairy, nasty, cottage cheesy balls. We'd be on episode like 140 or 150 if it wasn't for those people. I know. And their stupid hamster, their elderly hamster. They don't have a hamster. They just give all you people one. (laughs) And make you feed them. TV. Stop typing. God, looks like you're, sounds like you're beating the shit out of something. 
The Gambler Film Series on Wikipedia. Let's take a look, shall we? Kenny Rogers as The Gambler, 1980 TV. 1983, Kenny Rogers as The Gambler, The Adventure Continues. 1987, Kenny Rogers as The Gambler, Part 3, The Legend Continues. The other one was The Adventure Continues. And then 1991, so he made it into the 90s, The Gambler Returns, The Luck of the Draw. My God. And then 1994, Gambler 5, <laughs> Playing for Keeps. <laughs> Wow. There you go, folks. I want to know who the executive or agent was that got that pushed through five times. From 1980 to 1994, that's 14 years of TV gambler. That's just amazing. Everybody loves Kenny Rogers. He used to have his own chicken place. It failed. Kenny Rogers Roasters, I remember. Mm -hmm. It was delicious. Never had it. Yeah, it was, it was really good, actually. It was at a really bad corner in Saginaw, and I don't mean like like uh, population-wise, but like traffic-wise. It yeah. was like, how do you even get in and out of this place? Yeah, the one in Jacksonville. <laughs> so we just drive by and wave. One in Jacksonville was like real deep in a strip mall that you didn't even know it was there until you went back one day and went, oh. <laughs> so that's why it failed. Yes. They didn't have good good logistics. No, I uh, I don't think Kenny minded the store too much on that. But well, he was too busy making TV movies. Yeah, apparently so. Yes. But old Kenny's all right. Reba McIntyre, she was in him. She played Burgundy Jones. Is there a more annoying person on the planet? I say Cla- no. <laughs> Claude Akins. Oh wow! It was Theodore Roosevelt? No shit. Bruce Boxleitner, so they there. Wow. He's like a couple notches above Dean Kane wow. in w- w- watchability. But he was uh, Billy Montana. <laughs> Dean Kane. <laughs> David Carradine was Kane. Wow. I know. This is pretty awesome. Linda Evans is Kate uh, Muldoon. Yeah, his girlfriend, I'm sure. I'm guessing. Well, wouldn't that have been Reba? Maybe. Maybe Linda Evans was like the one who was trying to lure him away. Yep. Doug McClure as Doug. (laughs) Wow. Wasn't Doug McClure a a Phil Hartman character? Tom McClure? Something McClure. Troy! He was Troy McClure. In what? Was it The Simpsons? I'm not sure. (sighs) Not sure. I think it was The Simpsons. He was Troy McClure. Damn it, you're making me look shit up now. I know. Let's stop. I know. I'm clicking. Sorry, Lex. But anyway, we, uh, when you're starting to talk about Kenny Rogers, it's time to go. So. We wrap People it. love the gambler. Not my fault. No, they don't. They don't give a shit. Um, trust me. They too. Nobody cares. I could ask who the gambler is walking out of this building and nobody would know who the fuck it was. 
Troy McClure was a fictional character from the American animated sitcom The Simpsons, voiced by Phil Hartman. God, I'm so glad I'm going home knowing that. I was worried. I can't do math, but I know shit like that. That's true. It is your forte. (laughs) And you better start doing a lot of it for our next two episodes we'll record together with soon. But these will be going up. Do you think we'll be next week? Or will we wait another month and make uh, make them wait? That's up to CenturyLink. It is. Stupid fuckers. Yeah, so that's up to you, kid. I'm here every week. Try the veal. Except when you're not. You go on those vacations 52 times a year. It's called a year. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Stacy. Bye, Lex. Mwah. I love you. Mwah. Be safe. I will. Don't let any killer clowns get you. Never. I hope not. Would you? Would you shoot one? If one popped out of the woods at you, would you shoot one, or I'd would you just say, "What the fuck"? Bozo head off. <laughs> I would just. Fuck, I'd, I'd empty so much lead in that piece of shit. You'd have no idea. <laughs> you know. You know my feelings on guns and everything. Yeah. I think that killing clowns makes a strong case for why we should not completely get rid of guns. Yeah, well, I don't think guns should completely be get, gotten rid of. Just ones that can. Kill clowns. Yeah, just ones that, you know, have magazines that can shoot forever. And and hit clowns. Yeah. Lots of clowns. All the clowns. Get them. Would be fun to spray down a shitload of asshole clowns. I'm not going to lie. (laughs) Just go out there with... Asshole clowns. There's a band name in there somewhere. Just go out there with a newsie. Just... You're Rambo. You've got... (laughs) <laughs> the, the thing over your shoulder. Yeah, like, you're just going. Ah. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, I'm, I'm here to deal with you clowns. <laughs> Be fun. <laughs> it's your last day on Earth, kid fucker. <laughs> Die, they all, you then, divil. Then they all start talking shit to you because they're clowns. <laughs> You hear the waka waka waka. Yeah. <laughs> Each time a clown dies, you hear why. Oh, he's gonna hurt us! Oh. <laughs> so you better shut the fuck up. <coughs> I am a clown killing motherfucker. <laughs> All right, we digress. We're out of here. We'll see you next time on the Bye. Threesome Podcast. Bye. <laughs>